The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. At that very time, there were some present who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus asked them, do you think that because of these Galileans that they suffered in this way, they were worse sinners than the other Galileans? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, but I tell you, unless you repent, you will perish just as they did. Then Jesus told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? The gardener replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. It may have felt like winter the last couple days, but did you breathe then the spring air this last Wednesday and Thursday? After a long winter and some recent cold weather, it was almost overwhelming in a good way, right? As the temperature reached nearly 70 degrees on Thursday, it felt like I was coming back to life. And nature was giving us all a second chance. And do we need it? Life has been hard the past couple years in ways we may not even be able to grasp. So on first glance, today's gospel that we could say, hashtag repent or perish, may not be exactly what we think we need or want today. But let's dig deeper in this morning's scriptures to see what we might find. But first, think spring. And I mean literally. Now, on one hand, it is going to reach nearly 60 degrees today. But on the other hand, I was just curious on this weekend, today being March 20th, when exactly the vernal equinox will happen. So when I googled it and found out it will be exactly 10.33 Central Standard Time this morning, I could barely stand it. That's just a little bit more than a half hour from now. So get this, if you need a little bit more springtime hope, today's gospel has vernal, vernal images of a tree fig tree, a vineyard, manure, and fruit, nature's second chance. 
So it's no accident this morning we are singing every Lenten hymn we can that mentions spring and trees and nature and water and light. Don't forget, Lent means spring after all. And here's what the gospel, the difficult gospel, suggests to me. A God of second chances. Thus the parable of the fig tree. Now, it takes about three to five years for a fig tree to produce fruit. Who can wait that long? Just buy some fig newtons at the store. But the impatient guy in the parable tells the gardener to cut down the fig tree. It's wasting space. It's taking up good soil. The gardener, though, is in it for the long haul. Give it another year. Put some fertilizer on it. Put some life-giving manure. Manure, holy you-know-what, right? Around it. And then wait and see. Give it another chance. After all, growth happens slowly in us, in nature, in the pursuit of justice. When I'm in a funk, when my mind is all over the place, when my heart is heavy, sometimes what I need most is to get my hands in some dirt, or maybe some bread dough, or some spring cleaning, or some decluttering, all good Lenten practices. Or maybe, like me, we just need to get outside and notice what season it is and be with what is and be reminded that the seasons change. They turn and that the earth always gives us a second chance every spring Okay, I know it's not always that simple. We get overwhelmed, and a sermon, or a book, or an advice from a therapist or a friend won't always cut it for us. I'm watching the Netflix series, a very poignant one called Afterlife. Anybody even heard of it? Someone recommended it to me. And when I first heard the title, Afterlife, I thought, ah, a sentimental religious show. I'm not sure about that. Or something between Touched by an Angel and The Good Place. Not so. It's actually a story about a man getting a second chance at life, wondering about an afterlife. But you see, Tony's an atheist, the main character. He's not counting on life after death, but he does wonder whether his life has any meaning after his wife dies from cancer. Now, Tony is a pretty pathetic character, if I'm honest. He complains about everybody in his life, mocks religion. In the first season, he tells a coworker, humanity is a plague. We're disgusting, narcissistic parasites. The world would be a better place without us. A downer. Yet as the series progresses, 
We see Tony's tough exterior rub away. He watches hours and hours of videos that his wife made for him before he died. And she encourages Tony to get on with his life, to have a second chance, if you will. So Tony gradually begins to learn that making other people happy can improve his well-being as much, if not more, as making them miserable. Maybe this wisdom, repent, isn't that far from today's gospel, because repent isn't meant to drag us down in Lenten unworthiness. It's not meant to suggest we wallow in personal sins and shortcomings. Repent is a hopeful word, a Lenten word, which means spring. So repent means change your thinking, change your attitude, Change your life. Change direction because life is short. Put winter's barren landscape behind you and move on. And our reading from Isaiah helps. For Isaiah writes, Why do we labor for the things that do not satisfy? I'll tell you one thing. Commercials, advertising, they give us empty promises. Click now, and the product can be delivered to you in 10 hours this very evening. Instant gratification, and you will be happy. You will look beautiful, and you will feel wonderful. Really? The prophet Isaiah goes on to say, God's ways are not our ways. Seek the things in life that last, that matter. Nourish yourself with rich spiritual foods. So think of it. You may have wondered why you came to church this morning, but every Sunday is a second chance. The beginning of a new week, Christ himself coming among this community. We hear words of promise in the gospel. We share bread and wine to sustain us on the journey. We lean on a community to support us when we can't do it on our own and we lose hope. And then through our common baptism, we have a call, a purpose, a mission to bear the fruit of repentance in our everyday lives in word and deed. But let me tell you, speaking of baptism... This Lent, we are joining two adults in our community, Ben and Corey, on their journey to be baptized as adults at the Easter Vigil. We join them in turning away from self-absorption. We join them in turning away from needing to be right and have all the right answers. We join them in turning away from the ways we harm the earth and each other. And then, and then like the earth, tilting toward the sun this day on the vernal equinox, we turn toward the God of second chances, the God of springtime, the God of mercy, the God of hope. Maybe some of you have observed a tree that needed to be cut down, cut down because of disease or some kind of construction. It's a sad occasion when a tree 
is cut down. I don't have a lot of experience with fig trees in the gospel, but I am loving more and more the gift of trees in my life. They stand faithful and open through all the seasons of life. And soon, in this very community and neighborhood, we will start to see buds and green leaves coming out on our trees. So people of God, may spring bring you back to life. May Christ awaken your wintry heart, for we are on the way to Easter, the greatest second chance of all. Amen.